Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Think about it with Jaden Miller. Please like, share, and subscribe on my YouTube channel and like, comment, and follow on your favorite podcast platform. You can find me on Spotify and Spreaker and CastBox, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, Amazon, and so many more. Don't forget to check out my website at www.jadenmiller.com. www.jadenmiller.com. Today is October 1st, and I hope that you guys are having a wonderful Sunday. I am here in the sunny state of Arizona in Phoenix, and it is still warm, but the temperatures are starting to moderate, which means that we will finally be out of the 100 plus degree temperatures and down into the 90s and 80s, which is so much better uh, during this time of year. Um, I want to talk about a lot of different things today, but I've got to narrow them down because number one, I don't want to bore you. And number two, I don't have a whole lot of time. Okay. So, uh, my main topic today is going to be on Coach Prime, Deion Sanders. But there are a couple of things I need to talk about first before I really get to him. Or maybe what they'll do is the things that I talk about, they will kind of explain uh, a little bit more about Coach uh, Deion Sanders, Coach Prime. Um, but first, uh, we've got to recognize the fact that President Biden uh, last night signed the bipartisan deal that put forward by uh, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy to keep the government funded for 45 days just before a government shutdown was to go into effect. Uh, for those of you that may not know, the fiscal year for the federal government runs from October 1st through September 30th, unlike others where they may be uh, via the calendar year, January 1st to December 31st, or some are July uh, 1st through June 30th. But for the federal government, it is October 1st through September 30th. And so that's why they're doing that now, in case you didn't know. All right. Uh, President Biden said that enough is enough. This is not complicated. The brinkmanship has to end and there shouldn't be another crisis. There's no excuse for another crisis. And there was a crisis. Uh, the bill will fund the government through November 17th. And so just before Thanksgiving, unless they can come up with another deal, we'll be back at this again. So you'll have the House, you know, which has a GOP my, uh, majority that will be fighting. And then you'll have the Senate, which has a Democratic majority fighting. Now, this time it passed the House with Democratic votes. Uh, which, first of all, is surprising. Well, in some instances, it's surprising. The House passed the bill uh, to fund the government through November 17th, 335 to 91. 
which was um, supported by more Democrats than it was Republicans. And that's because uh, the Republicans having a turf war going on, specifically between uh, McCarthy and uh, Representative Matt Getz, which is actually ridiculous. Um, and Matt Getz has promised to take down McCarthy um, because McCarthy is, uh, according to Getz, not playing uh on a level playing field. So uh, that happened just yesterday. And uh, so we've got that issue going on. And then also there's this whole issue with our former president, Donald J. Trump. (laughs) Um, You know, it's really funny. I'm going to say this and I'm not going to hold back on this, but it's really funny to me. And this is what I want to talk about kind of when I get to Coach Prime. Um... And unfortunately, I have to because, you know, this is just how it is in this country. All right. Race has to come into it. okay? And when people say uh, ask this question, why do we have to bring race into it? The first thing I tell them is that our founding fathers of this nation brought race into it. okay? from the very foundings, because they were fighting for freedom while enslaving others. Okay, so let's just be open and frank about it. And I think this is one reason why we have so many problems in America and the United States of America uh, between African-Americans and whites. Not all, but some is because we can't have frank speech and because some people aren't willing to listen. Okay, and then some people aren't willing to acknowledge history. History cannot be retold. Oh, yeah, there are people that can can lie about it, but the fact still remains, okay, that our founding fathers wrote a declaration of independence from Great Britain because King George III and the British Parliament were treating them horribly, all right, and while they were writing the Declaration of Independence, they were also enslaving black people to come here to help build this country. So, if we can't have a good discussion about race that is not the fault of black people that is the fault of those that don't want to acknowledge the fact that race has been a part of our history since the inception of this country period all right so let me start there now let me go ahead and say this um donald trump calls for people to be shot if they rob stores in terrifying remarks that he made not long ago to uh, a Republican Party convention in California. And of course, this is his way because he wants to win over Republicans in California, you know, because he wants to have another shot at being the president. What really confounds me is this, that um, here is an individual, the first in the history of the presidency to be indicted multiple times, okay, not once, not on rounds, okay, but multiple times that anyone with any common sense will listen to anything he has to say. But again, I'm going to point to you the racism that happens, okay? So now Donald Trump says that, you know, we will immediately stop all of the pillaging and theft. Very simple. If you rob a store, you can fully expect to be shot as you are leaving that store. Okay. And he then said shot loudly. Okay. For added emphasis, drawing loud applause. All right. 
Now, um, the hypocrisy in this was bought by a rapper named Plies. All right. He calls out Donald Trump's hypocrisy over shooting looters. And I'm going to call out his hypocrisy, too. All right. Because see Kate's shooting people that are pillaging out of a store. All right. But when there was a white woman that was shot and killed because she illegally and unlawfully broke into the Capitol during the January 6, 2021 Capitol riots, okay, and was shot by a black police officer, the black police officer was called a thug, and the white woman that was 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 rioting was called a patriot. Hmm. So now for those of you that are lost and so lost in the Kool-Aid of your racism that may not understand what's going on here, that's cold, okay? So the people in California that are laughing and, 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 and not laughing, but are applauding loudly, see in their minds what they see is looters that happen to be or 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 pillagers as donald trump called them that happen to be brown skinned or black okay uh that's what immediately comes into their minds because i guarantee you if there was a crowd of white women that were looting or pillaging stores and running out uh those people that were loudly uh, clapping and Donald Trump would not be saying that the police should be shooting them. Let's just be honest. Now, for those people that may be listening that still have a degree of racism flowing through your uh, bloodstream, I want you to sit back and think about this and be honest with yourself. Because see, some of you all go and spend time in church on Sundays, okay? And you listen to the sermon, okay? And some of you may maybe even read your Bibles, all right? But then somehow or another, once you leave church service on Sunday until the next church service, all of the, the stuff that you learn during the service goes away, okay? It just does, okay? Somehow or another, the racism uh, perhaps leaves for an hour and then comes back and oozes back up, all right? I don't get it, but maybe I never will. And I'm just editorializing, all right? But the fact still remains that 45's hypocrisy is on display, on display. So he gave a talk after the uh, Capitol uh, riot in January 6th, on January 6th of 2021, where he clearly stated that those people that were rioting, because that's what they were doing, okay, they were rioting. They broke in, okay, the United States Capitol, not some little store in a neighborhood, the United States Capitol. There's a difference then, uh, there's a difference between uh, stealing something out of Best Buy, there's a difference between stealing something out of Walgreens or any other store than somebody breaking into the United States Capitol in the nation's capital. Huh? There's a difference. 
So when white people are able to break into the United States Capitol, they are patriots. And when a black police officer tries to stop them and shoots one of them because that person is about to commit more of felonies and attack the police officers that have barricaded themselves and others behind doors. The police officer is a thug and the other police officers, the Capitol Police officers in the Washington DC Metro officers that were there, they're thugs. But the rioters are patriots. And yet there are still people that plan on voting for this individual to be president again. The same person where a judge last week or a week ago found his company guilty and said, you know what, we don't even need to have a trial, okay? And where Donald Trump is getting his butt kicked uh, along the Eastern seaboard by two black women from New York all the way down to Atlanta, okay? But yet he still looked upon as someone that has influence. So we can forgive the indictments and all of the ugly things that he says and has done because, oh wow, Donald Trump is a a great patriot. You know, he's a wonderful individual. He has so much knowledge. He's a great businessman. The same businessman that overinflated the cost of his businesses and his Mar-a-Lago home, which a judge found out about. Same person, which then makes him a liar, okay? And not only that, we know that he's cheated on his wife and all the other things that have come. But yet, these same people hold him to high regard the highest regard and want him to become president again. All right. So I'm hoping that you'll see the hypocrisy in Donald Trump and his statements. Okay. Kill the looters, but don't shoot the people who stormed the Capitol. So what are you saying? That's the code. Okay. Don't shoot white people that are patriots that are storming the Capitol, but shoot brown and black people that might be pillaging a local store. Something just does not seem right there. And again, that's me just using this little thing that a lot of people don't use anymore. And it's called common sense. All right. So right there, there's the racism right there. So for those people that ask the question, well, why does race have to be in and everything? Then why don't you ask your leaders? Okay. Because they are the ones that do this. Uh, McCarthy, Matt Getz, Okay. Donald Trump. All right. These are the individuals that indoctrinate people and make them think that people of color are less than. And we know the true reasons why this is occurring. Okay. We know why. And you know why. Okay. Um, And for those of you that don't know why, all you have to do is look at the, uh, the population. Okay. Population is shifting. All right. So there will be more people of color in this country than there will be white people in this country. And the powers that be do not want this country to see that radical change. And it is happening very quickly. All right. So now I want to get to my main point because I want to talk about Coach Sanders. All right. And I want to try to piece these things together because I want people to understand exactly what the point that I'm trying to make. All right. And the, the point is this, that historically in the United States, um, black men 
have been dehumanized. All right. Uh, black boys have been demonized. All right. Whether it be considered brutish, black brutes or animalistic or, you know, this whole notion that black men would exact sexual revenge against white men through their daughters. All of this ignorance, okay, um, has caused historically white mobs and militias uh, to torture and kill black men, quote unquote, for the interest of public safety, okay? So black men and black boys have been dehumanized, all right? Uh, you can be a 12-year-old black boy, but considered because someone thinks that you're bigger or, you know, your physical appearance is larger, uh, a man, and then that gives people the right to kill you, all right? Black mobs have uh, lynched black men uh, for especially when they were innocent for things they did not do, all right? Black boys, black men, their genitals have been cut off. They've been burned, hung. All of these ugly things that those that say, why do we need to bring race into it, don't want to talk about, okay? But you have to talk about those things in order for us as a nation to heal, okay? Because we'll never heal. All of the pain and all of the ugliness is going to continue. And it has gotten worse in this nation in the last 15 years. All right. Maybe even the last 20 years. It's gotten even worse in this nation. So at one point, I was under the impression that, wow, as a nation, we are starting to get better as it relates to racism, discrimination, and the dehumanizing of, of black men and black boys, okay? But over the course of the last uh, 10 years, or 20 years, as I mentioned, I have seen the opposite, okay? Yeah, you know, so there are more interracial couples. There were interracial couples back in the 1800s. I mean, white women loved black, black male slaves. Black male, uh, white male slave owners often scooted and snuck into the cabins of white uh, of black female slaves okay so interracial whatever you want to call it has been going on since the beginnings of america okay it just was called rape okay because the slaves had no choice you know the white people owned you so they had all of the responsibility and the choice black people did not so if you didn't then you know there was a cost to be played to be paid rather um so there's always been this sentiment, okay, that black people are less than or they need to be watched. And we know this because, you know, all we have to do is look at how uh, the pol police or have policed black people, okay, over the, over the, the history of this country. Um, if we look back at, especially coming back through the, the 1950s and 1960s, when the country started to shift a little bit, a lot of the United States Supreme Court decisions were based upon how African-Americans had been treated. OK, I mean, if we look at Tennessee versus Gardner, here's a white police officer in Memphis, Tennessee, chasing an unarmed black youth. OK, who was who allegedly burglarized the home and shot him in the back as he was because the white officer couldn't catch him. OK. And as a result of that, we have a Supreme Court decision. OK, because did we shoot little white boys 
that are running away from the police? Oh, heavens no. Well, then we shouldn't shoot little black boys that are running away from the police because we don't know why they're running. Um, And if anything, with the history of this nation, everyone should understand if a black person runs from the police, it's usually because they are scared of what may happen to them. Now, that's not to excuse black criminality, okay? Because I never excused it. And I worked as a law enforcement officer on the streets of Chicago, okay? And I have seen black people commit some crimes, some real ugly ones. And I've had black people run from me, but never did I shoot them in the back, Okay, so what I did was I made sure that uh, physically I was up to par so that I could chase them and catch them or I radioed to another unit so that they could help me to catch them. Okay, but see, there are some people that don't see black people as humans. They see them as targets. And so uh, if there's a target on their back, okay, well, let me see if I can hit the target. All right, because these are dehumanized individuals. Who's going to care if a black boy gets killed? Who's going to care if a black man gets killed until the advent of the cell phone camera? (sighs) I said all of that to finally get to Coach Prime, which is really what I want to talk about. All right. So let me tell you a little bit about Deion Sanders. All right. And I know many of you all know a lot about him. All right. Uh, But he was born on August 9th, 1967 in Fort Myers to Connie Sanders and Mims Sanders. His parents divorced when Coach Prime was two years old. He was raised by his mother and her new husband, Willie Knight, whom Sanders credits with being influential in his life. He attended North Myers High School and was a letterman and all-state honoree in football, basketball, and baseball. In 1985, Sanders was named to the Florida High School Association All-Century Team, which selected the top 33 players in the 100-year history of high school football in the state. The Kansas City Royals selected Sanders out of North Myers High School in the sixth round of the 1985 Major League Baseball Draft. However, he did not sign with the Royals. He enrolled at Florida State University and played three sports for for the Florida State Seminoles, football, baseball, and track. Beginning in his freshman year, he started in the Seminoles secondary, played outfield for the baseball team that finished fifth in the nation, and helped lead the track and field team to a conference, conference championship. All right, that's just a little bit about him, okay? So let's talk about his career, all right? Uh, and he has a lot to brag about. So um, uh, he played for Florida State from 1985 to 1989, the Atlanta Falcons from 1989 to 1993, the San Francisco 49ers, in 1994 um he from 1995 to 1999 the Dallas Cowboys 2000 the Washington Redskins 2004 to 2005 the Baltimore Ravens all right do I need to talk about his baseball career or will that is that good enough football but no let's talk about his baseball career so he played for the New York Yankees from 1989 to 1990 at the Atlanta Braves from, from 91 to 94 the Cincinnati Reds from 94 to 95 the San Francisco Giants in 1995 and the Cincinnati Reds in 1997 to 2001 all right so that's 
Coach Prime's baseball and football career. Um, as a coach, he's done quite well, as you all know. Um, right now, of course, he's at Colorado, but he was someplace else before he got to Colorado, right? So let's talk about his coaching career. Uh, in 2012 and 2013, he was the head coach for Prime Prep Academy, which is a grouping of charter schools in Texas, co-founded by Deion Sanders. And then after that, he played, uh, uh, he coached for uh, AAA from 2015 to 2016. He was at Trinity Christian, which is a private Christian school in Cedar Hill, Texas, uh, from 2017 to 2020. He was the offensive coordinator. And then from 2020 to 2022, he was the head coach at Jackson State University. And of course, now he's at Colorado. Um, he's got plenty of awards as a coach. He won the Eddie Robinson Award in 2021, the two-time SWAT Coach of the Year in 2021 and 2022 as a player, NFL Defensive Player of the Year in 1994, uh, NFL Kickoff Return Yards Leader in 1992, Eight times Pro Bowl, 1991 to 94 and 96 to 99. Atlanta Falcons Ring of Honor, the Jim Thorpe Award. All of those things. I'm not going to tell you everything that he's won or all of his successes, but I just wanted to bring those things to light. All right. So now I just want to talk about Coach Prime. All right. Coach Prime has a great leadership style. All right. Uh, but the hate for him is very, very real. All right. And I feel he's being treated very, very unfairly um, as a coach, but also as a person. All right. And this brings me all the way back to what I wanted, what I started to talk about earlier uh, or what I brought up earlier was talking about Donald Trump and his style and Deion Sanders. So now Deion Sanders and the Colorado Buffaloes are three and two. All right, they won their first three games and have lost their their they've lost their last two games. All right, um, I would argue that he has the biggest hot in CU football history. All right, but before he even played his first game, before he even stepped foot in Colorado, he has dealt with the ills of hatred. Okay online specifically all right and his arrival in boulder has drawn a lot of opinions specifically about the racism that has plagued our country for generations while he hasn't done anything truly out of the normal the underlying root cause of why this hatred towards him won't uh, won't cease is clear uh, sports are a microcosm of real life and unfortunately fan bases mirror who we are as a society this is us all right so coach prime has been hated for a number of different reasons all right some people Hated him because when he left Jackson State University, he was called a sellout. Okay, and that's a problem black people have and one in which we in the black community need to solve. Okay, because just because he left Jackson State to go to a white university uh, does not make him a sellout. That makes him smart. All right. He could only do so much at Jackson State University. Only so much. All right. Um, Only so much. And he has a right 
to grow, all right? Um, there's a lack of resources in Mississippi. Um, I mean, what was he supposed to do? This was an opportunity for him to move to a bigger program and also to have a bigger impact on young people. His ceiling was capped at JSU with no room to do much more else than he already did. Colorado wasn't a perfect opportunity for him, but the resources and support to be a top contender were there for him. All right. They were there for him. So he continues to face this criticism, not only from his peers as head coaches in college football, and especially that idiot at Colorado State University. I mean, here's a black man attacking another black man just because he wants to wear some glasses. That was just so silly. And, you know, I hope we never, ever hear from that that Colorado State University head coach again. I mean, that was just that. I mean, that just put on display the ignorance that sometimes goes on in the black community when we get egotistical and jealous of somebody else. All right. Uh, And I'm so happy that the Colorado Buffs beat Colorado State, too, because Coach Prime needed to send a message to that idiot uh, because that was ridiculous. Be supportive. Just because a man wears sunglasses or whatever at a press conference uh, does not put him underneath you. That's just you being uh, silly. Uh, That's just you being jealous and envious. And that's ridiculous. Uh, But anyway, uh, Coach Prime still gets a lot of flack. Uh, Some people have told him to shut up and play the game or coach the game. All right. But see, as I relate this back to Donald Trump, those people that support him treat him so differently, okay? And I don't want to be criticized for, you know, comparing coaching football to being the president of the United States because that's not what I'm doing. What I'm doing is I'm looking at and I'm trying to dissect the ignorance on how some people, certain people get criticized for speaking up, for being positive, for doing the right thing, okay? And then other people can say the silliest things and their background and the things that they're doing have done lately aren't criticized, but yet they get the attention that they should not deserve. So Donald Trump gets all of this this attention. He can say what he wants to and then half the country responds to him positively. Okay, he can come out and say that the black countries in the world are shithole countries. Okay, but then nobody talks about him and how he's run his companies. Okay, which happened to be shitty as well, according to a judge. Okay, Uh, he can call out people that are stealing from stores, which nobody thinks is correct. Nobody says it's right. But so now have we gotten to the point in this country where now people that are stealing, so we're going to shoot them? Hmm. You know, it reminds me of this story that I read in the Bible once. And there was a group of individuals that were about to stone a woman because they accused her of adultery. And um, they were saying awful things about her. And she was standing there taking them, not responding, uh, but knowing that 
the end of her life was near. Now, all of the ugliness is directed towards her. None of the ugliness is directed towards the man that she was committing adultery with. Okay, so now Jesus is there and Jesus witnessed this, witnesses this. And um, he starts writing in the dirt or in the sand near where the woman is. And so he looks up at those individuals that are about to stone her. And he simply says to them in the Hebrew or Aramaic language, um, in a sense, and I paraphrase, those of you that are guilty of nothing, have never committed sin in your life, here, here's a stone. You be the first to throw it at her. And according to what I read, these individuals looked down and probably looked stupid and looked silly and turned and walked away with their tails between their legs. All right. And so then Jesus looked at the woman and said, go and sin no more. So he acknowledges that what she perhaps did was not right. But then he sends off these individuals that are ready to stone her in another direction. And I say that to say this, that black men quite often, okay, quite often are accused, are often accused wrongfully, okay, um, have been castigated. And I know a lot of this because I have personally dealt with this, okay? So if you're sure of yourself, then you're conceited. If you are I get good grades or, you know, if you really strive to be the best at whatever it is you do, uh, whether it be in law enforcement or education or business or whatever it is, okay, then people see you as being arrogant, okay? Or they wonder, how did you get to this point? Did you have a helping hand, all right? All the time, black men, black women go through this so often, okay? So often, we are not seen as equal. We are seen as less than. I can have a myriad of degrees, but still, I'm not seen as equal to a white person that has a high school diploma. And I'm just talking education, okay? Um, if I'm at a scene of an incident, the police may walk up to the white person and ask them what happened first and not ask me because, see, I may be seen as maybe just a bystander or I may be the person that they're complaining about. I know this. I was a cop. I know this happens all the time. All right. Um, but yet there is individuals and this is the hypocrisy that I'm talking about and why people ought to leave Coach Sanders alone. Because this is a man that tells his players to treat women with, women with respect. This is a man that tells his players that they can do when sometimes they not don't believe that they can. This is a man that holds himself up with high esteem, but holds up his players as well. Here's a man that is a father and that loves his children and supports his children. And what's wrong with him being his own biggest supporter? Because as a child, there was no one there to support him. So he is his biggest supporter. What's wrong with that? 
Well, there's nothing wrong with it unless you happen to be an African-American because Donald Trump has done this exact same thing. He holds himself up high and people respond to him. Those people that really like him and care for him, they hold him up in the highest esteem. Even though he has been criminally indicted from New York all the way down to Atlanta, he's still held in the highest esteem. He's not considered conceited or arrogant. He can call for the shooting of individuals. This is an individual that was the president of the United States, what is supposed to be the greatest nation on earth. But yet he calls for the killing of unarmed citizens that are stealing. People steal. Well, according to the courts, so has he. And that's probably why he's been indicted multiple times, all right? Because of what he says and what he's done. And in some instance, what he has not done. So why don't we give Coach Prime a break? Why don't we let him do what he's supposed to do? Why don't we do what people always say that they want to do? And that is take race out of the equation and let the man coach, but also let the man be who he is. Talk as he wants. Bring to the football stadium who he wants to. So if he wants to bring black celebrities to the football games and they're surrounding him, what's wrong with that? Because I see a whole I see a whole sea of white faces out there, too. And nobody has a problem with that. No one has a problem when it's all white. But then they have a problem when it's all black. Then what might be what might happen? You know, could there be looting? Could there be rioting? Could there be anything? And then I say, well, January 6, 2021, you know? And then if you want to go back further, how about we go back to the beginnings of this country? Because people, see, this is what Donald Trump doesn't know. See, he thinks that, oh, well, people that are looting and rioting and all of that, you know, these people, especially people of color, they're wrong. But see, that's the same way Great Britain felt back at the inception of this nation. See, Great Britain felt that it was wrong for you to dress as Native Americans and dump 45 tons of tea into the Boston Harbor. Okay, but see, you didn't like how they were being taxed, how you were, how the, the colonists didn't like how they were being taxed. Okay, so that's what they did. Okay, when there was a declaratory act, when there was a stamp act, when there were the Townshend acts. Okay, see, the colonists revolted, they looted, they what protested. And Great Britain didn't like it and responded, okay? But see, back then, that was okay. It was okay to stand up to something that was wrong, okay? And then Great Britain was chastised during the Boston Massacre when five colonists were killed, okay? Huh? Huh? This is where I begin to hear crickets. Because when you throw history back and say, you know what? This country was founded on revolution. This country was founded on protest. This country was founded on looting. This country was founded on dumping, stealing tea and dumping it into uh, the Boston Harbor. This country was founded on smuggling, okay, items into the country to get around taxes. Huh? 
But see, that was okay because see, we declared independence. All right. So when people go into a store and steal our own citizens, all right, perhaps that's their way of protesting. All right. Maybe some of the policies of our nation that still are rooted in hypocrisy and racism. And that's not to justify stealing because I'm not. But see, we also couldn't justify the dumping of uh, tea into the Boston Harbor. Because see, technically, that wasn't right either. Yeah, there was no taxation without representation, but guess what? What you do is you take a ship from Pennsylvania or from Boston or from Virginia over to Parliament and you protest there, all right? So what's good for the goose is good for the gander. But when a certain type of people do it, it's okay. But when another type of people do it, then it's not okay. And that's where I find the hypocrisy in Donald Trump. And that's where I find the hypocrisy sometimes in our nation. And that's why this whole issue of race will not be solved until we deal finally with the truth. Okay? And the truth is that there are people in this nation that do not like black men in leadership positions and positions of power. And Deion Sanders happens to be a person like that. And he happens to be someone that really doesn't care what you think. And people hate him for that. And that is so unfortunate. So unfortunate. Please check out my website at www.jadenmiller.com. Please like, share, and subscribe on my YouTube channel. And like, comment, and follow on your favorite podcast platform. Check me out on Spotify, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon, Podview, and so many more. This is Jaden Miller. I want you to think about all of the things that I just mentioned today. And again, I'm just telling you how I feel. You know, you don't have to agree. I'm, a sh I'm sure some of you will and some of you all won't. But if you really, really just sit down and don't listen to the hype and really, really use some common sense, I think most of you would agree. Gosh, we can do so much better. We can do so much better as a country. We can judge people fairly. And when black people have positions of power and have positions of leadership, we need to learn to support them and not want to quiet them because now they're talking and then they're show sharing and then they're showing how good they are and how they're pumping up a program, especially one that was 1-11 last season. But yet he's dealing with all of this criticism. Why not support him? Use your voice, okay? Because believe it or not, white people still have power in this country and you can use it for good or you can use it for bad because your voice is much less louder than blacks. And if you use it for good, then it can certainly help a whole lot of people climb up out of this racism. And I've always said that racism can end very, very quickly if white people would stop being silent. That's number one. But then also speak up when we need you to speak up. Okay. You can't always be silent. You want to run and hide when it has something to do with race. Okay. But when someone that is of a different race does something wrong, then I can see you, the Karens coming out. Okay. Then I can see you on the news criticizing. Stop the criticism. 
and how about a little bit more support? All right. Once again, this is Think About It with Jaden Miller. Check out my website at www.jadenmiller.com. I will see you on the next podcast episode. Have a wonderful day. Thank you.